For the first time in its history, WEHC will present a program before a live studio audience. The show is called The Sampler, and it seeks to highlight the culture of Southwest Virginia through music and interviews. The first of The Sampler is Wednesday, December 15th. It will be a Christmas show that features music of the season as well as a visit from Santa, who will read letters from area school children. The show is hosted by Ed Davis, a musician and a geography professor at Emory Henry College, and Ivy Shepard, a musician and the general manager of WEHC. They hope to bring to the WEHC airwaves a lively and fun presentation of the region's culture that will have wide appeal not only to the folks of the region, but through online streaming, a much broader audience anxious to learn more about Southwest Virginia and Central Appalachia. Ed Davis and Ivy Shepard are with me in the studio today. Welcome to the show, Ed and Ivy. Hello. Hello, Dirk. Thanks so much for having us. Ivy, I'm going to ask you to tell me what a sampler is. Well, if you are familiar with the old-timey samplers, maybe your grandparents had them hanging in the living room. It was a cross-stitched little piece of art. Maybe it had Bible verses or the alphabet or some sort of regional saying on them. And how did you come to use this as a, a logo for the show, and what does it mean for the content of the program? Well, we had this idea to start a live stage show that would feature and highlight regional musicians and artists and talents that so we could really show what Southwest Virginia has to offer to the world. And Ed, you're co-hosting this show. Are you excited about that? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to death <laughs> because, I, you know, Ivy is just a, she's a loose cannon. But, but uh, no, it's just really going to be fun. And you have been preparing for this show. It is the first sampler. Uh, apparently, you hope to have this continued on um, periodically. Is that correct? Yeah, I think ideally we'd like to make it into a monthly feature. That that don't get ahead of yourself there, Ivy. This is <laughs> but this is the pilot program, and it's going to be done before a live audience, correct? Tell me about that, Ivy. Where, when? That's right. On Wednesday, December 15th at 7.30 in the Black Box Theater at the McLaughlin Center for the Arts here on the beautiful and scenic Emory and Henry campus, we will be doing the first ever sampler. Ed Davis and I will be the hosts. First ever sampler and first ever live audience radio show for WEAC. And what does that mean to the radio station to have the first ever live audience radio show? That's a great question. Yeah, well, it certainly uh, makes everything that's ever been done on WEAC before pale by comparison. (laughs) I'm sure, including (laughs) this show. Uh, I think it's just a great way to really expand WEAC's reach in the community and, and encourage and invite the community to be part of what we're doing. And you're inviting them at no cost, apparently. It's a free concert, at least for this And one. And there'll be snackies. Snackies. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, hot chocolate. We, I, I'm not making promises. Okay. And uh, we got pretty much the best guest ever coming to this show. Well, okay. We pulled in a major yeah, favor. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Is this a secret? It's a secret right now. Okay. All right. It's a secret. But the clue might be, ho. I'll just, <laughs> that's it. That's we all. We got to tell them, Ed. You, you might want to All right, all right, all right. 
ho, ho, ho. That's it. There's <laughs> a clue you. for it. Yeah. You can't leave it at just the ho, one ho. Ho, ho, We have Santa Claus coming, and we have, we're working with local schools to get letters from children to Santa and also inviting kids in to come and meet and talk with Santa Claus, and we're going to be featuring some Christmas carols just to get everybody in the Christmas spirit. I know particularly after last year when we were all closed off, we hope that this will be a great way to, for folks to get together. Well, though, although this is the first sampler, this is not the first time that Santa has been involved with WHC, right? No, he came last year for a couple days and answered telephone calls from kids, and I think he's planning to stop by again this year and do that. Why do you think Santa has such an affection for WEHC? Why can I just jump in right there? I've done a little bit of an analysis of global global uh, maps, maps. That's right. Of, you are a geography professor. I am. I am. And uh, if you study the maps very closely, you'll see that we're actually the center of Santa's love for Earth. Mm. I mean, there, that sounds a little crazy. Uh, you'll have to you'll have to hear the details of it if you come to the show. I and see. It, it takes me about fifteen seconds to explain it, but it's it's it it does take take some uh, concentration. So WHC is the center of Santa's heart. It sounds like that's right, and so he's bound to want to be here. Yes. Uh, and I, I think uh, being here on the live audience uh, experience of that will will uh, will make Santa all the happier. I imagine that most of our, his listeners, or most of the listeners to WHC, are on his good list. Oh, I, I don't. We better not speak for Santa. Yeah, well, that wouldn't be. That's not our place. <laughs> I know, Dirk. I, there's some things he's told me about you. I, I, <laughs> well, um, I'm talking about the listeners, and I'm assuming, of course, that the people who listen to WHC can only be the best people, and so. Well, naturally. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. that I'm, yeah. is why I'm jumping to the conclusion that <laughs> they are on his good list, but. Of course, we can't speak for Santa, and maybe he'll have something to say about that on December 15th. Let's talk a little bit about what else is in the program. You have some musicians coming. Who would we expect to see then? Well, we have the Upper Emory Carolers who will be coming in. <laughs> their first their first time on the air. Their, fir- their, first... their first time on the air. Not their first time playing together, but um, we'll be featuring some kind of just, you know, traditional Christmas carols that folks will certainly know and are welcome to sing along with, as well as throwing in a little bit of Appalachian tradition and culture and, you know, sharing some of the more regional music, not necessarily from what you might think of in the Christmas carol canon, as it were. Christmas carol canon. I like that. Uh, I Ivy would be modest here, but I would point out that Ivy's a, a great banjo player, and mm-hmm. she's uh, connected to some really good musicians who have toured, touring musicians. And so we're happy that, like Santa, they travel. And so they'll travel to, to be here with us, and the audience will, will actually see them travel because they're going to enter the stage. It's, uh, it's dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll leave the stage. That's dramatic. <laughs> Santa will enter the stage, leave the stage. There's going to be... Uh, a lot of movement, yeah, really. I, I, a lot of I mean, the kind of musical movement that, that Santa, Santa enjoys. Well, um, you too are a musician, Ed, a bass and guitar player, and so you're both musicians. Will we expect any music from either of you during this first sampler? If you're lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, uh, Ivy and I have uh, written some lyrics for, for, uh, to, to, to uh, entertain. 
Good. I know you've been working vigorously on your first performance. Vigorously. <laughs> it's and a kind of massage is what that sounds like. You know. <laughs> well, I, uh, I wonder if you have a sample for the sampler of any kind that you can share before we go to a break. Sure. Real quick, let me just set this up. So the very opening, uh, when the stage lights come up and the audience is in the room, uh, Ivy and I will enter in character. Ivy as an elf. Uh, me as uh, a wise man on a camel. A wise man. <laughs> a wise man on a camel. And uh, I, I wonder who selected you for that role. <laughs> <laughs> it was obvious. Uh, so, uh, so here, just real quick, let's see if we could just uh, step you through the first uh, 30 seconds or so. Hello, what's your name? Tippy the Elf. Tippy the Elf. Well, gee, you're, you're awfully tall for an elf. I I kind of had the idea that elves were short. Well, that's what Santa said, but he loves me anyway. Mm, let's hope so. And who are you? I'm, I'm Melchior. I'm a wise man from the east, and this is my camel, Bernard. I, I'm, I come bearing gold for the newborn king. Gold? Whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I love your camel. Does he bite? Of course not. At this point, <laughs> yes, Ivy reaches her hand. You can't see this in the audience. Audience will see this. She reaches forward. They can't, there's a loud crunching sound coming from our special effects person. And uh, You're pointing to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to figure that one out. And then, uh, and then Ivy says. But you said your camel doesn't bite. Well, well this is not my camel. Uh, I, I understand that uh, your confusion. I know I rented this camel, Bernard, in in uh, in Jerusalem, and he's always hungry. So so uh, there there that's yeah, there may be laughter at some point in, in in the middle of there. We're we're praying for that. Well, we have to go to a break, but I want to remind our listeners that we have been talking to Melchior, otherwise known as Ed Davis, and Tippy the Elf, otherwise known as. Ivy Shepherd, and we're going to go to a break just so long enough to get Bernard the Camel out of the studio. And go. We, <laughs> you have been listening to Together to Get There, the show devoted to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia. We've been talking about an upcoming performance of The Sampler, which is December 15th at 7.30 p.m., in the Black Box Theater of the McLaughlin Center for the Arts. It's a free event that everyone is invited to. You are also listening to WHC, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Together to Get There comes from People Incorporated, one of the largest community action agencies in the country. For 55 years, People Incorporated has helped communities and individuals build good futures and realize their dreams.
Welcome back to Together to Get There. I am joined today by the delightful Ed Davis who and Ivy Shepard. They are hosts of a new show called The Sampler on WHC. It's performed in front of a live audience. They hope to make this a regular feature of the radio station programming. And they're doing a Christmas program to launch the sampler. It's December 15th at 7.30 p.m. We have been talking about what that show will provide in terms of content and entertainment. I want to talk a little bit now about what it means to the community and how we showcase what's wonderful about this region of Virginia. So I'm going to open it up to you, Ivy, to maybe tell me a little bit about what kinds of stories you would like to tell about the region through the sampler. Well, I think, you know, as you know, this is a super culturally rich area in music and storytelling and folk art and tradition and customs. And so I think being able to have the community come in and feature these people, maybe you'd hear this music or the stories on the radio, but being able to be there and see the folks live and in person, I think will really just make the community feel like the radio station is part of their homes and part of their lives. Ed, what are your thoughts on that? I think that the the notion of community can feel a little far away right now because of isolation and the pandemic, and and um, it's good that we're kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel on that. But it, it's important for people to be together in community gatherings, and we've we've had a history of Christmas parades and some other things around Christmas, but having a live radio show has so much potential for building community and people feel like they're part of part of it uh, even if you're home on the radio you um you know that there are people in your community who are there uh and uh you're it's something different about live audience radio i think oh i think there's absolute magic in it and when one of the things i always think of when i'm on the radio behind a mic like now or if we're standing on stage looking at an audience it's a conversation with one person even if 10,000 are listening. And, and one aspect of it I think that people enjoy is the kind of high wire act issue. That like going to see live musicians, you don't know what's going to happen exactly. And uh, so Ivy and I may, uh, may trip and fall. No. <laughs> but the show must go on. <laughs> the show goes on. And the people can feel like they're a part of that. And, and this will have some audience participation because the kids, remember the kids, yes. the kids... Uh, are going to not only see Santa, but the, they could uh, talk to Santa and um, and ask him, you know, if if they're on his naughty list or whatever. <laughs> what a kids what a kids ask Santa? Can I have a Red Ryder BB gun or what? Well, you know, they're, they're going <laughs> to. And I think you've dated yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it will be quite delightful to have children as a part of this. So I, I'm assuming you would encourage people to bring their kids to this show. Oh, for sure. Yes. Bring, bring your kids, and they are certainly welcome to be part of the program and get a chance to talk to Santa live and in person. Yeah, it'll be sad if if the only people going down to, to talk to Santa are 60-year-olds who are... <laughs> well, I'll be sure to go sit on his lap. <laughs> Bill takes anybody. All, take, all customers are welcome. But, well, we, yeah, we really want some kids there. Well, good. I want to talk a little bit about how you might be able to highlight what is special about this region. Sometimes I think people really think that Southwest Virginia is unique, but it's sometimes hard to articulate what that is. How do you think this show might highlight 
what is unique and distinctive about Southwest Virginia? Yeah, well, I, I, I think um, some people uh, think of us as, well, well, you're just part of Appalachia, but we're actually at the very heart of Appalachia, and the traditions that are Scotch and Irish, the traditions that come from many cultures um, and came, th- came through this part of Virginia over the years brought these great musical and uh, kind of storytelling talents and traditions. So, for example, the banjo. Tell us about the banjo. <laughs> Ivy. Well, you know, a part of this region, of course, you know, which is rich in from early recorded music history and certainly dating way back before that is, you know, um, the traditional sort of ballad singing and dance music. And folks used to get together. They'd work hard. And when the work was all done, they'd all get together at somebody's house, maybe throw all the furniture out in the yard, and they'd find the best banjo picker and fiddler they could find, and they'd stand in the doorway, and people dance all night, and they might dance through the next day until the liquor was all gone, or they had to go back to work, or the liquor was all gone. And it's just definitely a part of the, the area. And then also you can look to the churches and the singing traditions that came out of the churches, the old regular Baptist lined-out hymnal singing or the close harmony singing, and it's just a beautiful and a special thing that's very, very unique to this area. What about the ways that perhaps this region is changing or the the new um, additions to those traditions? How do you hope to perhaps highlight some of that? Whoa. So (laughs) this is is what you might call a, a kind of a bottleneck region, because we have some bigger mountains south and bigger mountains north, and people came through here historically. And that's actually still true because of I-81. We have the, the Crooked the Road, Valley. the Great Valley. And coming through here now is this program called the, Crook, the Crooked Road, mm-hmm. which kind of symbolizes that bottleneck uh, between, say, um, Floyd all the way out to Big Stone Gap. You've got, you've got a, a kind of a place where even now, um, cultural ideas kind of get funneled in and come through. So I, I think we're, we, we see great poets, we see songwriters that come through here. Of course, the Big Bang was actually a, you know, a point in Bristol um, where that happened, but we're not very far from it. Mm-hmm. And, and we have our own traditions that, that uh, extend out into other parts of southwest Virginia. And, and I think a lot of folks have ideas about this region, but then they come in and something touches them, but they bring a part of themselves as well. Well, that's what mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to hit on next is what do you hope that people from outside this region really come to learn and understand um, about Southwest Virginia that they perhaps didn't know? Wow. I think that they'll learn that it's a, a lot more open place with a lot more diversity mm-hmm. than they might have imagined. Yeah. Yeah, there's... There's a, for example, I'll just throw out an example, a Pakalachan food truck. It surprises people. <laughs> we have a, a Pakistan, Pakalachan, meaning Pakistani and, and Appalachian. Appalachian. Yeah. So you, and you, when you eat the food from the Pakalachan food truck, which is based in Abingdon, you, you see uh, food, I mean, you taste food that is just global in, in many different uh, sources from the Middle East and America and Appalachia. And I think... Um, as a college community, we've had a long history of the flows of people from many different countries coming through here. It's symbolic of what, what we have potential. 
Well, I love talking to you, Ed, about this because you always sort of bring your geography professor into that. You can see how you frame the, <laughs> yes. the answers. If anybody wants to bring the energy down, bring Ed to the room. You know, <laughs> no, it's actually very interesting because you, you frame the answers to these questions in a unique way uh, through the lens of geography, which I think is probably the best way to talk about that. So I want to talk about you all and your backgrounds. You're both musicians, and I want to talk first about that. And how did you come to um, want to play guitar and bass and sing yeah. and entertain the, the My father my father had played music all his life and was from the mountains of North Carolina. And so he raised me to he taught me the music of the twenties and thirties and old timey music from before that. His father had played banjo and uh, when I, when uh, Ivy came to my house I showed her my grandfather's old claw hammer banjo and she uh, she picked it up and knew all about the history of that particular make. It was an old Sears, uh, and uh, she she tuned it and played it beautifully and played it better than my grandfather ever played. What I love, too, about the fact <laughs> you two is the fact that you live virtually across the street from one another. Yeah, yeah, it's a miracle, <laughs> a Christmas miracle. <laughs> and uh, so so my father raised me mostly to, to follow jazz, and, and so I ended up playing bass in a jazz quartet. But uh, that that's... Minor and our our world tour and and the World Fields Jazz Quartet has had a world tour. It extends from Abingdon to Bristol. Uh, but <laughs> this, this it's, uh, oh my gosh, For a geography you know, professor that must have been <laughs> amazing. But the World Fields Jazz Quartet is tiny in its geographic scope compared to Ivy and her various bands that she's played with. She's uh-huh. she's toured Australia. She's toured. Um, I think Tibet. Uh, <laughs> well, so tell us. Yes, Ivy. Let's talk about you then. And first, how did you get um, engaged in, in being a musician? And then tell us a little bit about where you played. And um, <clears throat> I guess I've been in love with music my entire life, and always pretty much traditional music. When I was a little kid, my parents gave me a portable turntable, and I guess maybe to shut me up and a few records out of Carter family and Jimmy Rogers record and a Johnny Horton record. And I'd sit in the corner and play them over and over and over again. <laughs> and then, um, I wasn't until I was a young teenager that I started playing the banjo and changed my life. Best thing I ever did. And it was all I wanted to do. And in fact, my mother said she knew I was awake cause she could hear me playing before my feet hit the floor in the morning. <laughs> and then I started playing with a group out of Roan Mountain, Tennessee, and they took me all over the country playing music and playing old time, and then spent the last 20 years just touring, playing music, sharing sharing the, the music of my heart and where I grew up with the world. Well, and in the world, Ed had referenced the fact that you have performed in international locations. Talk about them, some of those places that you've performed. Well, we've played over most of Canada. One of the greatest places I've ever been, and if I could get on a plane this afternoon and go back, was to the in the Yukon. Wow. We got to play um, all the way up to the Arctic Ocean, but we went to this little town of Old Crow, which is a fly-in only community. It's a native community, and we get off the plane. It's minus 40 degrees. The wind must be whipping 30, 40 miles an hour, and they say, we all come play at the school. Absolutely. So we go into the school. The kids had just gotten back from a trapping trip. And wow. so they're they're all there. We're kind of out in the commons area, and we're playing, I don't know, a fiddle tune or something or singing a song. And this little boy raises his hand, and he says, 
could you all play a Carter family song? To which I burst into tears. It was just much too much. There I was, uh, what, 5,000 miles away from home, and I'd never felt more at home in the world. Yeah, yeah, we've been to Australia and all over Europe and just pretty much anywhere anybody would have us. And now you are at WHC. You are the general manager of the radio station here. And talk about what it means to be the general manager of a radio station and... Um, here at Emory and Henry College and what that does to perhaps enhance your interest in music. Oh, it's the best thing in the whole wide world. Um, when being here at this radio station and part of the community, being able to feel like I can connect with people and help connect people is a really, really special and wonderful thing. And I think that this radio station is uniquely poised to continue um, making those connections and drawing people together and highlighting what this region has to offer and really and truly hopefully being a voice of Southwest Virginia. And Ed, um, finally, I'm going to leave this last question for you. Um, what does it mean to you to be doing a radio show like this, knowing that you have an affection for this world, for this part of the world, and that you're you're expressing that through this kind of a radio show? Yeah, r- radio is just this... It's an amazing thing because it, it leaves some to the imagination. You can imagine I'm handsome, for example. <laughs> well, um, I don't have to imagine. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. <laughs> oh, I, that throws every oh. So uh, and then uh, you know, but but to cross distances instantly at the speed of light, and and to do it with music, and to make the people who are far away from here happy with music, it's just a it's just a like I said, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> well, I am so looking forward to your Christmas program. The sampler on December 15th in the McLaughlin Center for the Arts. You all are welcome to come. It's a free event. There'll be snacks. There'll be uh, comedy. And there'll be warm feelings about the season. Thank you, Ed Davis and Ivy Shepard, for being with me today on this show. Can, to can we just make a final pitch? Sure. Kids. Kids. Kids can't bring themselves here generally you know yeah that's right and they get a front row seat <clears throat> yes and um, so please you'll get bring to your see kids. in person how handsome and beautiful these two people are <laughs> well we certainly uh, hope to see you next wednesday december 15th for the first ever edition of the sampler and thank you dirk so much for having us you bet thank you for being here and thank you all for listening we are talking today to ed davis and ivy shepherd they are the hosts of the sampler which again is going to be set Uh, 7.30 p.m. on December 15th in the McLaughlin Center for the Arts. You are listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia. I am your host, Dirk Moore, and you are listening to WEHC 90.7, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Thank you for listening.